Hi, my name's Catherine Mary Stewart, and you're listening to Draw One Last Breath Podcast. Welcome to Draw One Last Breath. My name's Matt. And I'm Paul. Welcome to this episode. Uh, this week we have been to the cinema to watch the movie Glass and we'll be chatting about that. We also have, we're going to talk about Bandersnatch and what the kind of repercussions of this movie might have on forthcoming movies coming out in the future. Also, our movie from the vault this week is Night of the Comet. How you doing, Paul? You all right? Bloody great, mate. Good, good. Had a great couple of weeks. Excellent. So good. it's good to be back to the uh, normal place where we do podcasts instead of an echoey room. Yeah, we're in the studio, as, <laughs> as it is. <laughs> studio, yeah. Yeah, I love it. And there's been really so sad. much fucking going on, and it's been really busy two weeks. It has been mental, isn't it? It, it seems like the last podcast was ages ago as well, to me. Does it not feel like that to you? Yeah, it really does. It sounds like we've had a little break, but we know yeah. we haven't. But yeah, yeah just, it just feels like so much is going on and out, out there. I've watched shitloads of Netflix movies in the last couple yeah. of weeks. The Night Eats the World. Yeah. Have you seen that one? Yeah, I watched it as well, didn't I? So we've got, we've got to have a little chat about that. But what else? What what news you got this week for me? Because I know you've got a nice uh, chunk. Well, there's been a lot me. going on. So I, I got, I'll, I'll try and whistle, whistle through some of it. They've announced a Final Destination reboot. So mm. that enters development with the Saw writers. How do you feel about that? I like the original when it first came out. Subsequently, after about two, I got I lost interest. But it went a bit crazy, didn't it? Yeah, but it's a it's a. It good... still wasn't the worst thing ever because the kills were quite inventive and quite interesting. They were bloody hilarious. Yeah. The 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 sort of um, precognition scene was mm. always fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was always given it. In that second one with the log flying through. Oh, yeah, I love that. The whole uh, road sequence, yeah. So, yeah, we're quite excited for that. See what happens with that one. I don't know when it's out. Annabelle 3. Yeah. Protection. Mm. So, we're getting that later big on the year. Big fans of that, aren't we? Yeah. I, think... I know Geordie Paul's a big fan as well. <laughs> this one's called Annabelle Creation. That was the last one. Was it? Yeah. What the fuck's this one called then? <laughs> I don't know. Just Annabelle 3? Annabelle Rebirth. Oh, or um, so it's the untitled Annabelle Free. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, I can't wait for that one. Also, the Shining sequel, Doctor Sleep, mm, has wrapped. Yeah, we've got as some well. news on that. Oh, it's wrapped. It's wrapped. Excellent. So that stars uh, Ewan McGregor as the older Danny Torrance. Yeah. Um, and that's obviously based off the book, which neither of us has read. But no, I'm looking forward to that. I don't know if it's out this year. I think it is this year. Yeah, it might be. Pretty sure it is. But it was obviously, it's been directed and written by Mike Flanagan. Um, and he's, this is his second Stephen King adaptation after Gerald's Game. I'm, I'm well up for this. Yeah, like, I love I really Gerald's like, Game. Yeah, Gerald's Game was awesome. Yeah, wow, excited for that. I think it, it might be good. I mean, you're going to get those Shining fans that will probably hate it, but you've got to give it a try, aren't you? Fuck yeah. I mean, I, I mean I'm looking, I love a Stephen King. We've got Pet Cemetery this year, so that is another treat treat i got got this little thing off twitter as well mm. we did this uh little film earlier on last year one of our uh i think it's our second or third podcast 
Um, and we reviewed The Endless. Yep, that's correct. Justin we Benson. Did. Yep. They, last exit to nowhere, have um, released a t-shirt. Oh. Um, so it looks rather sexy. And it's got Arcadia Bruin. Bruin oh, the, 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 so the beer they brew and stuff. Yeah. I, oh, that's cool. So I will be getting in touch with uh, Last Exit to Nowhere and buying a t-shirt from them. That's good, man. <laughs> I didn't know that. So that's really cool. I think that's really cool for them. That is really cool, man. That's something, something different. That's what I like about them because they always get things that you just wouldn't imagine and you, you forget about and then bang, they come out of a t-shirt. Yeah, they're cool. fucking great t-shirts as yeah. well. This is quite interesting. I've got this off um, Bloody Disgusting. Hmm. And it's a film starring Bill Skarsgård, who we know is playing Pennywise, and Maker Monroe, our f- one of our favourite screen queens. Mm, yes, um, I from saw it follows this. And the guest. They've got a, f- a film called Villains coming yeah, out. Yeah, I don't know much about this. I saw, I have seen it advertised well, on Bloody Disgusting, but I didn't really read into it much. Do you know much more about it? Or? It seems to be like a... They get... They're going into robber house, I think. Similar to Don't Breathe. Okay. Um, but the people in the house aren't what they seem. Oh. So that, I'm I'm looking forward Spooky. to that. Uh, so that's cool. This is great. Yep. This is a bit of my favourite bit of news. Anne Hathaway is set to start as the Grand High Witch in the Witches remake. Now, okay, it's a Roald Dahl book. Hmm. Fucking scared the shit out of me as a kid. That is that movie should be at least the very least a fifteen. Angelica, that end sequence yeah. where they all reveal themselves is just harrowing. Angelica Houston, was yeah, brilliant. That and yeah. I think like the prosthetics and everything. Oh my god, great! It's good. Yeah. It really. I was. I love that movie and I love yeah. the book. And Anne Hathaway's got a similar look to. We've, Angelica we've Houston. seen the uh, hotel that was shot in New Kids, well, haven't yes, we? We have. So that'd be quite exciting Creepy. to see. Yeah. I'm what did they film about there? Um, that's all I've got though. That, that's that's the news. Um, the news from me. Cool. What you got, bud? I've got a couple of bits. Um, uh, one of the biggest things from this week, I think that you'll agree, is uh, we've only had been treated to a little uh, teaser of uh, only the Ghostbusters oh, coming out in 2020. How excited am I? And like, and not only is it coming out in 2020 but uh jason reitman is going to be directing it which is obviously ivan reitman's son which is awesome because like he ain't gonna he ain't gonna make it a piece of shit it's meant to be in that universe before nothing to do with the other one we're not gonna even talk about that (laughs) um but yeah do you see the teaser trailer just like outside like somewhere and like like it's just the music playing, yeah. and then they review. This is like a goes up to the speaking. barn, and you then the barn the, opens, yeah. and then the music's just on. And you can see Ecto doesn't, One. It doesn't bust into the music, which I liked because you're waiting for it to go, but it doesn't. It just goes, it just makes that eerie sound. It's really, yeah, yeah. I like that. It was very subtle, and it, yeah. like, I think um, whoever's done that, it's, it's done well. It's a nice reveal. It doesn't reveal anything about the plot. No. It just says, we're doing this. Yeah. And, and we're going to do it right, hopefully. I think <laughs> I read something that. Um, what's his name uh, Winston's come out and said uh, they're all in oh cool but they're obviously not all in no unfortunately this is a real shame because it's just because too they little too late they, yeah they talked about it for so long and then they, they just procrastinated for so long that unfortunately the um, yeah the inevitable happened and then 
it kind of went to shit a bit but hopefully this one they'll do it right and do it justice and i'm sure that it will be done properly this time they you know they've learned from their mistakes of giving the franchise to somebody else to try and do and why are you, you having know. to go at chris hemsworth he was the best thing about that movie <laughs> the one best thing and that's so about you it don't like women no <laughs> oh here we go it's not that <laughs> nothing to do with that absolutely nothing to do with that i like all them in their own films i think they're brilliant but just in this film it was just in that i'm not we're shite. not talking about that anyway we're not talking about <laughs> let's carry on <laughs> so yeah that that was cool so that was a treat yeah really 2020 mate that's something to look forward to man have you had a vegan sausage roll from greg's i have not that was should have been my number one pot like thing they've sold out everywhere got okay. it because they are amazing just not making enough they're quite easy to make you stick them in an oven so why they sold out the whole country because it's been crazy but every time i go in there sold out she going to greg's a lot probably yeah quite she a lot too much by greg's can we get much. some greg's? yeah some but just vegan a sausage vegan roll. sausage roll i won't be having a vegan sausage roll you ain't lived okay tell me have one and then come back yeah i just want the next sausage. by the next podcast which in two weeks' time, I'm going to get you one. I don't see it happening. Because it is, it tastes exactly the same as sausage roll. Fine. Next on the agenda for news, it's a bit of news, really, about a bit, bit not about movies, a bit more about product, because, you know, we love everything here, on horror here. So, basically, I was on Instagram, and I was just surfing around on Instagram, doing stuff, and there's a really new T-shirt, uh, brand popped up um, called Halon Shirts. Oh, okay. Really cool stuff. Yeah, they're I started literally... following them on, t- on, on Instagram. Cool, because their designs are just awesome. Yeah. And the best thing about it is they're UK-based as well, and they're really, really reasonably priced T-shirts, but they look fucking awesome. They've got, they've got Lost Boys, Halloween, Return of Living Dead. They've got um, Hellraiser. They all look really cool. They've got T-shirts on, they've got jumpers, but they're really good prices. They do ship um, to USA as well, or worldwide, sorry. Um, but it's definitely worth checking them out because they, they are some awesome T-shirts. I hope there. they ship worldwide because, you know, our listener base is now grown to Hungary, Bulgaria. Welcome. So welcome <laughs> listeners from there and order your T-shirts. Yeah, you better start learning some uh, other languages. <laughs> so, yeah, that's cool. Um, obviously... You might have seen on Instagram as well. I posted a picture of uh, my new Alley Cats graphic uh, graphics pin. Yeah, you got the little glittery Reagan Ra- um, puking. Reagan puking with glittery um, limited edition one. It's got glittery puke, man. It's awesome. It's one of my best, like my favourite pins they've done so far. And I heard you got a couple of. Well, new I didn't want to. Tr- well. I didn't want to top Trump here, but yeah, yeah, I bought um, I bought two in the last week because cool. um, they had a, a dare the dead one. Yeah, which is great. It's just. I think I'm going to have to get that because it is awesome. And, um, yeah, They Live. That one is amazing as well, actually. Everything they do is just fantastic. But you should definitely, if you're listening, have a look. If you're into, like, they do other things as well, like posters and uh, other merch. But their pins are just brilliant. Um, Critter's Cushion. The Cushion, yeah. It's brilliant. It's so cool. But, yeah, they do some good stuff. If anyone from Alley Cat Graphics is listening, (laughs) then, uh, you know. So yeah, you get their stuff. You get their stuff at alleycatgraphics.com. Just uh, go on there, follow them on Instagram, uh, and they're on Twitter as well. But they're, they're just smashing it at the moment. I can't wait for the future and see what 2019 holds for them because I'll definitely be making some purchases for sure. Um, you ain't gonna have any room left on your jacket. 
Yeah, no, I'm going to have to start putting them elsewhere. I'm going to have to get, have to get a new jacket. I might just cover the whole lot, like, in just pins. Um, and the one last thing, it's not really news again, but one I got, mate, one of my mates at work got me a secret Santa. I know it's a bit late, but, you know, I haven't seen him for a while. And he popped in, popped in a couple of bits for me. And I was just like, uh, his name's Ryan, a.k.a. Rhino. Uh, he bought me, if you look up there, a little thing. I can see it. A little cassette rim, uh, with lights in it. And he, he got me this t-shirt that I'm sporting right now. Draw one last breath. Limited edition. It just makes me upset that I haven't got one. Cheers, Rhino. Yeah, I'll have to get in contact maybe. But it's a bit it's a bit sexy. It's lovely. It's got all horror icons all over it. Um, I'll post a picture online, but it, it's awesome. Thanks for that, mate. So... But yeah, that's pretty much. If anyone else we... wants to make us any T-shirts <laughs> yeah, or, or anything, or draw, send us draw any one last stuff related, <laughs> all for that. Greg's. Or <laughs> well, Greg's draw one last breath sausage roll. Sausage roll. Be like blood in it. Oh no! <laughs> cool. Should we uh, crack on? The three of you've convinced yourselves you have extraordinary gifts, like something out of a comic book. David Dunn, the only person to survive that train wreck all those years ago. My name is Patricia. I have no question. There are two dozen identities. I'm Mary Reynolds. Por favor, senora. We almost got you, bro. That live in that body with you. The beast is coming any minute now for you guys. So this week's movie for us to review is the uh, M. Night Shyamalan movie. M. Night Shyamalan movie. Um, glass. It's part of. It's or the, glass. Is it? See, it's tip, it's tipped as the last movie in the trilogy, the Unbreakable Split, and now Glass, sort of like like trilogy, I suppose. Mm. Um, although spoilers. I mean, it's, we're, we're going to be spoiling. Yeah, it a little bit, I, I think, I think we one. better warn people. Obviously, if you ain't, if you haven't seen the movie, yeah, definitely go and watch it and then come back because we might go into spoilers. I don't really want to. We don't really want to delve too deep, would you say? But we, we might go into spoiler territory. Might spoil something. So it's yeah, a bit def- hard to tiptoe around this one, really, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. It's weird. Um, but yeah, this is obviously set ni- nineteen years ago. We had the great Unbreakable. That was mm, one of his movie, yeah. standout movies. I mean, with M Night Shyamalan, you kind of like sometimes. Everyone, it's a bit like Marmite. Mm. I love it, and I love. I've pretty. I'm pretty like love all of his movies, even The Happening. I give that a go. So no comment. The Village, brilliant. But um, this one, um, we had split what two years ago. Yeah. And then we had this great um, surprise ending at mm. the end of the movie with Bruce Willis sitting at a bo- um, sitting in a cafe mm. drinking a coffee, and we're like. <gasps> He's yeah. only bloody. And no one really saw that coming. No, it? it was a great little twist. Yeah. So this movie like follows on from that, and it's um, about David Dunn, um, played by Bruce Willis, sort of like a, a vigilante, and he is hunting that, da- trying to hu- hunt down Kevin Wendell Grump. Did I get that right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Kevin Wendell Grump. He- or, or various different people. I'm pretty sure that's his name. Kevin Wendell Crump. Cool. Crump. Kevin Kevin Wendell Crump, I think is his name. Um, but he's like, you know, now he's the Horde and he's got like 24 personalities. You know, we saw it in Split. James McAvoy. Fucking great. 
I, I love that movie and um he gets to like sort of do that role again mm. and it's not just one role it's, he's playing 24 different yeah. people mm. um and some some obviously pop up more than others and i think what they learn from split is that there's a couple of the characters which were fucking firm favorites so they do sort of get the the light in this one yeah see i really like split but i wasn't on board with all the hype uh, I enjoyed the film a lot, but I think the thing is, for me personally, I think McAvoy is that film. That is just unbelievable in that film. The storyline to, to Split, I didn't think was that amazing, but I just think that McAvoy just stole the show and, and a lot of people got blinded by just how amazing he is in that film. And to me, the storyline wasn't that great. But that's about a split. But we're talking about glass, so let's okay. get into it. Okay, and we might have a few disagreements then. I mean, this this is obviously titled Glass, mm-hmm. and from Unbreakable, we have back Samuel L. Jackson as Mister Glass as yep. well. He's yep. obviously been what well, he's caught in the in that one. So nineteen years he's been in, he's been in uh, psychiatric kind hospital. Of, uh, yeah, mental institution. Yeah, I almost forgot what his unique gift was. Mm. Um, so it took me a while. To sort of like get in, get into his character again. Yeah, because I'll be honest, I really wanted to rewatch Unbreakable again because, like, so it's fresh in my mind. But I just didn't get a chance before we went, which I wish I had. I'd like kind of watched it before just so I could get a refresher. Do you know what I mean? Because you forget things, don't you? Yeah, and it, it's been a while since I watched it. I, I rewatched um, Split like last week, so I sort of was up there. But like I said, I'm. I'm aboard the hype train. If you call it a hype train, I fucking love Split. No, no, a lot of people do, mate. That's just, like I said, it's my personal opinion. I just think a lot of people get caught up with his performance, which I am undoubtedly uh, undoubtedly saying is amazing and was amazing. Oscar-worthy. I just don't think that the storyline was was absolutely amazing. As good as his performance outweighed the storyline 10 to 1. Okay, but that's my personal opinion. I don't think the storyline took away from. I think the storyline didn't take away from anything. No, no, not at all. I think like that's his, not what his I'm performance saying. just enhanced it. Yeah, I'm not saying that it was a crap storyline. I'm saying it wasn't the best storyline in the world, and his performance was the best thing about the movie, undoubtedly for me personally. Yeah, yeah and it was for me, and it was definitely again in this movie as well. This I one, he, I felt he, that it, this this movie, I felt was um, a lot more broad across the spectrum, uh, focusing on David Dunmore and him. I felt there's more kind of meat out of this than than Split, because Split is purely about him and yeah. his personalities. Where this one, I thought it was a good happy medium between them two, and not so much on Glass, like Mr. Glass, but it included the other two more, which I enjoyed. Yeah, because Samuel Jackson spends a, a lot of this movie kind of just almost practically dribbling and drawling in it. In <laughs> yeah. He doesn't really yeah. have much to do until sort of the last sort of um, third of the movie, really. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing about all M. Night Shyamalan's films. It's just like, they are, uh, it's a, it's not a slow burn. It's just like, they are a build-up. Uh, There's tension in his movies. They're always tension, tension, tension all the way through. Did you feel? You on your, did you feel see. the tension in this movie? Um, not as uh, not as much as I have done for his other movies. Um, I don't so know. I was, I was on edge throughout the whole movie. I was like, I was on edge. 
I wanted to know what was happening. I wanted to know what was going on. I wanted to know which way they were going to take it. Mm. I was really, I was really fucking. They really drew, drew like. Oh, I was, me to- I was totally engrossed, was more so than Split. I think because I went when I watched Split. I watched it on DVD, so like I didn't go to cinema and watch that one. Right. So this yeah, same, one maybe, maybe that was I don't know maybe, but this one I felt way more like engrossed in like the movie more I think but I was definitely like entertained the whole time and I think maybe it's just because you knew the characters more a bit more in this one so you kind of know what to expect so you were waiting for the story to kind of unreveal itself and obviously a lot of people are just waiting for the twist yeah because they know that every single movie is like end with a twist when I was waiting constantly for a showdown that I sort of didn't really I don't know a lot of people I've sort of seen Maybe they did feel that they didn't happen. Hmm. The showdown between like David Dunn and the Beast, yeah, you know, and all, all of that from from uh, uh, James McAvoy's character, hmm. um, and perhaps they felt let down. They want. I feel that some people wanted a fucking like proper balls out like superhero movie, hmm. and I know that because I've, I've loved M Night Shyamalan. I knew yeah. I was going to get character development. I knew I was going to get good dialogue. Yeah. I was gonna. It was gonna. Like, I like that stuff. Whip me that way, and that. And this is major spoilers, it. and it might be skipping through it too fast. But I know I don't want to get to the ending straight away. But I love the one thing I loved about this movie is it alluded to a massive showdown. Is you're thinking, oh, it's gonna be a massive showdown. It's gonna be at these, you know, these towers. It's gonna be on TV. Here we go. This is where all the money is gonna be spent on this last scene where they're gonna have this massive fight. They're gonna. Just destroy things in front of people and i was like please don't take that route please don't take that route and i love the fact it just alluded to that and then right at the bottom at the end it didn't do it yeah and i thought good i was so happy because i thought please don't let it sell out at the end and turn into a balls out superhero movie because we've had that yeah we've, that's been done and i didn't want that to you be seen. That. Yeah. Sort of, i was sort of looking at it in comparisons to um, sort of chronicle, yeah. When I first totally. watched Chronicle and stuff like awesome that. Awesome like, movie. That's like the birth of a supervillain. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this was sort of obviously the birth of like maybe you know fucking X Men movie. You know, it's people with abilities. Yeah. That's what they're sort of alluding to is the fact that Mister, you know, if you haven't seen it, Unbreakable sort of it follows uh, Mister Glass wanting to find out if other people, other if there are people who have abilities. Obsessed with comics, mm. and. In this movie, Sarah Paulson's character hmm. is trying to dissuade them from uh, uh, from their belief in the fact that they have abilities. Yeah. Although, spoilers, that might be a bit of a that might be a bit of a double cross. But, but it's it's clever. It's like mm. it is very clever because it had me thinking. Being oh, is this all in their head? Are they just thinking that they have got these powers? But in fact, there's all like there's all explanations for it like there's that movie that exorcism of emily rose where they think that she's kind of possessed but then they spin it around and call that maybe she had this and maybe this this disease and this is why it caused her to do this and and it's quite clever because it twists it around and it had me thinking oh no is this going to go down the route of you know is it all in their heads and it's going to be like it was all a a bunch of rubbish (laughs) they just fought up these powers and they didn't really have them or Another thing I thought was going to go down, are they going to go down the route of these people were genetically engineered to be this way by something or some corporation? I was like, please don't do that either. I was like, 
just don't go down that comic book trope and i thought it was pushing you towards that way as well with the similarities with comics and stuff i thought oh is there going to be a corporation involved but that was a hoax as well and that made me think oh that's cool because they didn't do that either so they're trying to do something completely different which i totally admire yeah and i and i i completely agree with you and you you when they sort of when it's when the story started to unravel a little bit and mm. you know m night shaman puts his little stamp on you've got these little twists and terms i was thinking and geordie paul loved this i was thinking about the boys mm. you've got the you know the comic um series called the boys where mm. you've got like a an organization yeah sort of overseeing superheroes yeah yeah and almost just beating the shit out of them well it's funny you say that because i was looking at uh, i was reading some like doing some digging online just to see what people think and stuff like that and apparently he drew a lot of um stuff from obviously from comic books but you'll laugh at this one a lot of the content that he put into this movie was uh from one of your favorite comics in in fact saga really so he's, he's took a lot of stuff think i don't know what i don't read saga so you'll be ever tell me anything on that if you if there's any similarities but what that was one giant, of men that's one of many comics he i didn't see any from. giant dragon cocks in it so <laughs> i'm not really sure saga's a fucking weird weird old uh, uh well, it, weird uh, old comic. a lot of the stuff he he said that apparently he took out of it was kind of indie comics like um and paper girls and other stuff okay. like so he obviously is into that sort of Likes stuff his image comics and yeah stuff like but cool. then you can see that and like I don't know. It was like um, the colours he chooses to on each kind of like character. So character. Mr. Glass is like in purple. Purple. To represent sort of a royalty. Yeah. And then, and then you've got, um, I'll just call him the Beast. Yeah. You've got the Beast in, um, or the Horde or whatever, in like a mustard. Oh yeah, you've been doing your research. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and, and David Dunn's always in green. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. so it's sort of just like showing those like sort of, it's yeah clever. it's got i mean it's really really well shot and i i was totally engrossed in it um how did you feel about the kind of end scene with the face off and the, the kind of like with what happens to david dunn is it david dunn yeah yeah well that that kind of last the way it ties up how did you feel about that what what are your feelings um i was gutted yeah. A little bit. I didn't want what happened happened. I mean this is major spoilers now. Yeah. So switch off if you're gonna watch <laughs> this movie. But yeah. I didn't want them to die. Mm. I didn't I I I, I was thought I'm like any minute now they're gonna reverse it and that's gonna be a twist or something like that. Mm. I was pissed off in a way. I was pissed off in the way that the major thing the major annoyance for me was the way that David Dung went out. Um I just thought that pissed me off. It was a piss poor way of killing him off. It's but just that was like, his kryptonite, though. I know it's his kryptonite, but getting drowned in a fucking puddle that's like two fucking centimetres deep. Like, it's just, it was weird. And it was like that. I found it a bit weird how they were killing him, like drowning him, that I don't even know who was doing it. Right, this is the organisation bit. So yeah, I know. Sarah yeah. Paulson, you know was sort of sort of doing a misdirect. Explain your organisation, what they, what you think they do and what it's all about. Okay, so this reminded me a little bit of Hancock. Okay. Okay, a little bit. So yeah. you've got this organisation that have been around, she said, for like tens of thousands of years mm-hmm. that where people of abilities have come, you know, around. They've 
basically snuffed them out. Eradicated them, yeah. They snuffed them out. That's to what they've done. To keep the balance. To ensure that there are no enhanced people or no no people better than everyone else. Yeah, which was really interesting. I yeah. liked. And, and they had this weird tattoo on their wrist and they're like a... It's like a little shamrock. Spades of art. Was it, was it oh, a shamrock? Was it or was ace it? or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But um, I don't know. I kind of... I like that. And I like that Mr. Glass has fucking duped him yeah. as well. Because that's the ultimate, the ultimate twist. So the, he was like twisty, twisty, twisty. Mm. It was like twist upon twist upon twist. I did like that. That was cool. Um, he was just playing more. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> to the end. <laughs> to the end, and you know them. So I can see it. it's like an origin story where he bangs on about. So I just didn't want to. I didn't want to lose a cool character. Like, nah, I know what you like mean. David, like David Dunn was cool, but. McAvoy, we're not going to get the horde anymore. Yeah, I know. You know but, what I mean? the, but the thing is, this split, brilliant. It introduces to him, but this one was like, this was him shining and in going even to me, even that extra. I think he was probably fifty percent better than he was in the split. It yeah. was just amazing what he was doing. I was like, this is the McAvoy show right Who, now. Who's your favourite personality out of all of them? Yeah, oh, I don't know. I love Hedwig. He's Everyone, so funny. Hedwig's brilliant. It's so funny. It's just the way he does that one because I think that's the hard one of the hardest ones is to be a nine-year-old. It's just like I think that's one of the hardest ones he could do. Do you know what I mean? I, I'd I'd be interested to know from him which one he he finds hardest to do. But I like that one. I I, I like so it when it's the woman little... as well. The woman's it's kind of cool. His posture goes Patricia, up. Yeah. He's all like he covers himself up and he's all like prim and proper and. <laughs> I love that. It's just, but he's just amazing in this yeah. movie. Dennis is like Dennis, who we saw as the, um, the guy who was sort of in Split, who his personality, he was sort of like the, the tough one. Yeah, so the kind of like from all, the Bronx. Dude. Yeah, he's yeah. almost strong, strong as the you know he's just like under mm. the beast. But he sort of he he doesn't like it at the end. Mm. He sort of thinks that he's doing wrong. You can see the good. But he was a little bit pervy, but he he was cool. I like Dennis. Didn't get to see Barry as much. Yeah, got sort of a bit more jade, little. Oh yeah, jade. that was that was a bit uncomfortable, wasn't it? That weird. was. Yeah. There's some weird personalities in there, though. But great, I mean, like he was phenomenal in this, and I think if they didn't kill him off, I just don't think how how you know third instalment of his character is it a bit that ah, this has all been done? It's like, yeah, okay. do you know what I mean? That, that's just again that might my, my, my personal opinion, but I think you know. Out of all, all three of them, I would have put all my money on him getting killed uh, outright because it just made more sense to me to kind of have that character done. But saying so that, you know, they're all dead, that, I don't think that's a definitive end to it. I could watch a you whole could movie. Carry on. I could watch a whole movie of them doing that. New again. powers, like people with new powers, maybe, you know, younger people to target a younger well, audience. I or... almost thought you were going to, I almost, because I was trying to, you know, trying to guess the, the twist. I think you're going to say what I'm going to say. I was, because the girl in it is sort of in it from the yeah. from split, and she's sort of there, help, um, she sort of comes back into it. Yeah, that's correct. And yeah. she's like, trying to get Kevin out again yeah and trying to like ensure that like the beast and the horde aren't taken over and she's got a real soft spot for him Mm. and I was thinking is she going to have this personality Mm. is she going to turn into something like it's transferred across kind of thing something like that well I thought see I thought different I thought for some reason for some strange reason I thought David Dunn's son was going to intervene at some point and have strength as well 
be. I don't know why. I know that's I know too why. obvious. Because they alluded to, there was a scene where he was in a gym mm. and he sort of oh, yeah, he looked, and he looked over, over yeah. and I was like, is he going to go over and try and lift that like massive weight? Yeah. It, so they, it was, but he was sort of looking at it and remembering and stuff like that. But yeah. I don't know, sometimes I just thought. I just had this feeling that when they were fighting, like the Beast and Dave Dunn, when they were fighting each other, I just, I just, was that, is it going to happen? Is he just going to intervene and then suddenly show that he's got powers that he's been keeping away, <laughs> keeping locked up? But then, in a way, I'm glad they didn't do oh, that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. that yeah, would have yeah. been too obvious. Yeah, I, I think, think it would have been a bit cheesy as yeah. well. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I got really sucked into it. And I think, you know, a lot of people say, like, Bruce Willis sometimes is, like, a pain in the ass. He dials stuff in. Hmm. I didn't think he dialed this. I think he genuinely likes this character. Hmm. Can I? It. I want a, a couple of bits I want to talk about. Um, on. Is one is it's the worst mental hospital ever with the worst security guards. Got to put that out there because literally, like it's like they're just like they must be understaffed <laughs> because they're just walking around like getting out of their cells and it just doesn't seem like with all the cameras installed and everything, it doesn't seem like it's very well. Well, uh, staffed. The two place. orderlies. They've got two orderlies. That's about it. <laughs> right. Um, but again, maybe they're just the two orderlies that are dealing with those three individuals. I don't know. But when you're talking about the severity of these people, yeah. with like one is extremely strong, well, two of them are extremely strong, and one of them's like a mastermind. Yeah, he is literally you know what I mean? a mastermind. It's like you think a little bit more security would be uh, kind but of like cool. It's just like the security guard. I know what you mean. He just like let the door open the door. Just kind of doesn't even know them. who's in. Didn't even know who's in the yeah. building, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying about that. Second thing is, right. So how? So glasses men have been in this institution for what? Nineteen years. I assume. So. I think that was mentioned. Yeah. The only thing I've got a problem with is that I know he's like a mastermind and stuff like that. Maybe he has some time out. They let him go in the uh, uh, library or something. I don't know. Maybe swat up. I don't know. But how the hell does he know the technology on how to, like, take video camera technology and stream it if he's been there for 19 years with technology moving as fast as it could? It's just me being a realist. I'm just putting it out there. That's just, his ability, then. Well, is that his ability, just to know? Yeah. He just figures shit out. He's been escaping every night without them knowing, and he's just been going on the internet. Cool. I don't know. I just wanted that clarified, so that's cool. Is it been, was it 19 years? I don't know. I don't know. It's been 19 years since the movie, but is so it... So, when is it set? What t- era? Now? This is another problem I've got. So, if it's set now, this is this is really fucks me off. <laughs> and this is probably the worst thing about the movie for me, and you're going to laugh at this, is when are they going to get over the fact that people that shop in comic book shops are not all overweight and sweaty and got beards. Because they have. But they haven't. <laughs> not this day and age. Stop getting over that trope and you've got to be mega geeky and you've just got to be a nerd and you've got to have a beard. I think I... Every time they p- portrayed somebody in a comic book shop, in the background, in a scene, the guy that works there, they're all just sweaty, bold or beardy men. What the hell? Why? Yeah, we might have to write a note. Let's move on. Come on. Move on. Move on with the times. Come on. And being a comic book nerd, oh, Shamalamanam, I thought it would, you know, you know, sort it out. Get with the times. Didn't really upset me, but yeah. 
like upset me. <laughs> so that's gone down a point in my, in my isolation. <laughs> but I came out of it, I'll be honest with you, I came out of it, I didn't know what I felt. But the more I thought about it, the more I liked it. It stuck with me. Yeah, this definitely. One. It didn't just, yeah, I, 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 I really liked it. Mm. I did like it a lot. I'd watch it again, definitely. I'd watch them all back to back. And it's quite clever. Apparently, it was shot in 39 days. Well That's done. pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, man. Its budget was 20 million. And on the first day it opened, it's made 3.7 million on its first day alone. That's pretty staggering, isn't it? Numbers. Yeah. That's fucking great. On the first day. It's crazy. I think so, it's going to do well. That's going to smash it, isn't it? But yeah. I really liked it. I mean, I know... First it, horror of 2019. Well, you know... It's not out and out, but out it's got out. horror elements. Thriller, it, sort yeah. of. It's got some nice little bits of gore, brutality in yeah. it. I think, uh, as well, I haven't read any reviews. It's just dark. It's just dark, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. A lot of people... Uh, there have been some uh, mixed reviews out there. Uh, but I definitely recommend going and see this for, for definite. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, thinking about it more. Question before we rate it, because I feel we're yeah coming to a climax. Um, is would you want to see something else set in this universe? Yes, the way so it you'd finished. You'd like to see the next step. I don't want to. I don't. Wanna, I don't necessarily want a film to give me answers, but I wouldn't mind like not like you know like you know like a massive story throughout again connecting it doesn't have to be another trilogy or anything like that but i wouldn't mind seeing more in that universe of like them finding other people with different powers remember like misfits yeah where people had just weird powers some of them had really strange powers i'd love them to just be like do another one maybe but find some people with other strange things i don't know yeah instead of personalities maybe something else or you know where they're hunting them down, maybe. Don't yeah. Know. I, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. mind it. I don't know if we get to see it, but... I no, I don't. It. I think you're right. I don't think we will. I think this is tied up now into a bow and that'll be it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. But, you know, fair play. I I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah. You know. I but then with... I liked his last... I liked The Visit as well. I really enjoyed that movie. Um, and which one? The Visit. I've not seen The Visit. Yes, that was the one that was set in the old house. Yeah, the old yeah. couple that have the kids, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was nuts. It's good. I enjoyed that movie, and I've enjoyed most of his movies, apart from The Happening, but we won't talk is. about that one. Don't, don't have a go at Mark Wahlberg. I really... And lots of people don't like the signs. I love the signs. I like signs. It's brilliant. I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. I, I, like, the, I like The Village. Yeah, I like it. I like yeah. it. I thought it was good. And then Although I knew the ending because somebody spoiled that for me, oh, so it wasn't uh, as good as it could have Sixth Sense, someone spoiled that motherfuckers. Oh, did they? Yeah. See, I never so had... I was dousty. I didn't have a clue. I didn't, have, <laughs> I didn't have a clue on that. I was so happy. I don't know how I avoided it, but <laughs> I was just like, oh, apparently Bruce Willis is in the movie. And I was like, cool. But don't don't worry, it got spoiled. It's spoiled for him as well. All right, then. Let's rate this bad boy. I'm going to cool. hand it over to you. Oh, you're going to let me go first. Well, I enjoyed it, and I'll probably give it a 7 out of 10, I think. Okay, respectful. I'm I'm, I'm going to give it an 8. It cool. Definitely, for me, it's, it's... If Mark Wahlberg was in it, would you give it a 9? Yeah, fuck yeah. I'll give it a 10. If it Mark <laughs> what if Wahlberg he comes in? back in the next film? Wow. Can you imagine that? That'd be oh. amazing. And then the treat. Or a crossover then... with The Happening. 
he can control the trees. Yeah. The trees are with him. <laughs> oh, God. Because they've forgiven him. That's what they did at the end, didn't they? Didn't they forgive him? I don't know. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then Mel Gibson can come in. And he's got his alien mate. Yeah. Yeah. He's throwing water on. Yeah. So. Brilliant. Fantastic. And then Bryce Dallas Howard can come in. Is that her name? Bryce, yeah, yeah, I think that was her, wasn't it? You yeah. know, she can come in with a little cloak. She's yeah. escaped the... Oh, it's all connected, mate. Yeah, it could, yeah, you could have all those characters in one movie at the end. <laughs> Just to tie it all up. So, really. yeah. So, I like that. So, that's good. No, it's good. I, uh, let's move on to our, our, our next section, shall we? talk about Bandersnatch the latest obviously thing that's going mental on Netflix and just talk about really the kind of ins and outs about the future of this kind of technology where it's kind of choose your own path would you say yeah I mean what 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 it could hold for possibly the future or possibly not whether we think it's going to go and have legs or not uh, I mean okay when I was a kid yeah I had a couple of books where so, you roll you roll your dice. Oh, or, I didn't have dice. That's a posh uh, one. I had, I had one where a couple of them where you ro- rolled dice. Oh, we didn't have dice. And then the num- the number of the at the end of it that that would work out where you went. Mm, right. Okay. And it's like proper adventure sort of style. So we had books. one different, similar, but it was at school, and like, I always used to pick it, and it was like a book. So you, you'd have just a little thing like a paragraph or a page or maybe even two. And you'd read it. You have come to a lair. And what do you want to do? Do you want to A, fight the dragon, go to page 31, or B, run away from the dragon, page 32, or whatever. And then whatever you pick, you'd have to go to that page. And then you go to the page, you're like, the dragon's just ate you. You are dead. Yeah, and it's similar with like, similar like, um, you had like the shitty BBC computers at school, if you're <laughs> yeah. that old like me, and you had, and you had the big flop, the three and a half, inch discs the, the big floppy discs floppy discs and um you you know you green screen red riding it and you got to say go this way go that way oh yeah like those big, games yeah yeah now you know this is, sounds like nonsense at the moment if you haven't actually if you've been with your head in the sand and you haven't watched this bandersnatch which is on netflix it's basically an um an interactive movie yeah so choose you, your own path yeah, you get to choose well it with a black mirror twist, um, you get to kind of guide the the main character around and make some decisions. Some some not so important, you know, sugar puffs or fro- frosties. Yeah, I think that's just to get you used to yeah. it. Really. Um, so and then the menu some buttons. that like can be proper, you know, that can take you forwards in the in the story or fucking shove you right back to the start mm. as I found fucking several fucking times yeah, you've got to think you've got to think fast it don't give you very long either uh, does no, it about five seconds so and it's but I think that's I think that's good because you don't want otherwise you you procrastinate too yeah, much and, it's yeah. more, and then it's more of a game and yeah. then it is a you know you're sitting there and you're playing a game yeah. on your Playstation or Xbox or whatever so I think 
they did quite well with that and I think um I I've I found it really, really interesting in the choices that you can make. I mean Black Mirror it is a great start to kind of and I think they've done something similar with Minecraft as well. A oh, Minecraft okay. movie but this was really interesting. Well, it's it, funny you say that because my kid, um, there's a couple on Netflix like Puss in Boots, where right. you choose your own thing. She loves them. There's a couple of like cartoon ones like Shrek and oh, okay. stuff like that that does exist, and they are really cool. I didn't even think, oh, that'd be cool if they made a show like this for yeah. adults. I didn't even think about that. So, you know, it's quite clever. It's different. Yeah. It's very Black Mirror, obviously. It is very Black Mirror, and it's very clever for them to be sort of giving us this option as a movie hmm. considering all the batshit crazy stuff they've done over the years yeah and it's dark and some of the decisions you make are very dark mm. um uh, they, they recorded like six hours of content for it so it's a it's a big out sort of undertaking i would have mm. thought to sort of get to this level yeah um but it was just a bit of it was a good bit of fun sort of like you know killing off your Kin off his dad or doing something stupid like fighting something. There's this really stupid Spoilers. decisions and stuff, pointless, <laughs> stupid and pointless decisions, which I what I needed. I needed some pointless stuff that I could just go, oh yeah, make him dance like a monkey or something like that. That's that's what I want. Um, right. But obviously there's limitations to it. But I just think it's fun. And I just want to say to you, okay, looking back. At some of the horrors that we've had, yeah. or some of the horrors that you've watched, which one would you implement? As the what well, have this model have on this a model. horror movie of yeah. what uh, of the past? Yeah, um, I would probably pick something. Probably two things. I would say Scream, All right. be a cool one. Yeah, because like a murder one. mystery kind of who's done it, and you can pick different paths and go and investigate and do stuff like that because that'd be pretty cool or another one i don't know how you do this one though is happy death day that'd be quite cool as well yeah because you could just have a kill yourself in all different crazy little yeah ways. so you can <laughs> but then you you know you have to find out of who the killer is and find it out like a who's done it, kind of a who's done it thing rather than but with a horror element yeah, like, what, would you, be, what would you pick there will be a true path to any of these movies yeah a direction that the movie wants to take you on. Yeah, yeah. But there'll just be some sort of diversions along the way that you yeah, can sort of like take. Yeah, other options, yeah, and um, stuff like that. I think that's the good thing about bands and actually had like six different endings, I think. And Yeah, so many different ways. Yeah. Have you seen like they've posted flow charts? That of, <laughs> of if you want this ending, this is, and there's a massive flow chart, this is what you've got to do and it shows it like the the path to get there. So if you want to see so-and-so's ending, this, this is how you do it. And it just tells you what oh, to pick. It's a shame someone's so already done that. I was going to sit there and do that. It's a shame. It is a shame. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really do that. I would want to do it myself. I really want to do it again. Because uh, this is the thing. The rewatchability on this is brilliant. Because yeah. Netflix has done it to T. Because loads of people are going to be going on that doing it all different ways. I might go and Think about how many streams that's had. I might go and choose some sugar puffs this time. Yeah, but you don't go and just do it once, do you? Somebody's no. going to go on there and probably... Somebody's probably gone on there and done... I'd love to know the numbers of how many people have like had it. You know streamed it well saying that, they did say announce the other day and they said this resulted from the back of bird box popularity mm. which obviously we reviewed in last our last episode yeah, they've had like 9 is. million more subscription um, subscribers since bird box really and I'm mean, like why is it that well they what? missed out 
Bandersnatch. Interesting. They came out around the same time. Apparently on the first, like, they literally spent no marketing on it whatsoever because it was all done by word of mouth and internet and and Twitter and everything like that. Uh, They had, on the first, like, weekend of it, they had 40 million streams. Incredible. It's just mad. Great movie. And not spent a penny. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Sat back clever. and let, let you do the business yeah. for them, the marketing for you, let me do the business, talk about it, word of mouth, tweeting about it, all this podcasting about it, you yeah. know, YouTube videos, people doing stupid challenges, um, gifts going around everywhere. It's just like, it's just done it for them. They've just yeah. sat back and gone, thanks everybody. You've just made our movie one of the most streamed movies of eight for ages, you know? Yeah. I think, Pulling it back to this band yeah, sorry, sort of Karen. adventure technology and horror. I thought, I thought maybe like I'd like to implement it in like The Shining. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be fun. So like have different because you could explore that hotel. Yeah, like loads of different. Ways, go in different rooms and then have a different story in each room or something yeah. where it takes you off on another story. So you pick this room and you go that story. That'd be quite cool. Like when he's having off having it off with the the zombie. All right, maybe not that one. You know, go through with it. <laughs> Or not go for it, or run away. Those oh, sorts God. of things. <laughs> this falls apart. <laughs> yeah, do you take her with it? Do you introduce her to your son? Those sorts of questions. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a real life. Yeah, that'd be cool. Things. That'd be cool. I'd like that. That'd be that'd be quite interesting. Yeah. Just thinking, what else could be like make a real I mean, kid? Do Do you think that this thing is gonna give birth to lots of this happening now? I don't know, we'll see. Like, I would like to see like a slasher in this sort of... I ilk. personally don't think that there will be a whole new... It annoyed the shit out of me if they did another one <laughs> straight away. Honestly, I, I don't think I'd do it. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I liked, the, I liked doing it. I liked participating in it. But it took me two, two hours where most people have been like on it for like an hour I was on it for four <laughs> ages because I was just like the choices you made were so yeah. shit no they're not shit hang on there's no wrong way <laughs> I know I know there's I'm no joking. wrong way so take that back um, I was just following <laughs> you did it wrong didn't you <laughs> no I was just following my own what like I, I was doing it as my decision so I didn't give a crap that's why because you said you were exhausted by the end of it and I, yeah. and I did it and I was like well, what was exhausting about that because mine only lasted for about an hour and 20 minutes I and you were banging on on it for two hours I was exhausted I was like because I was doing it I was it. like it's... why is he exhausted Because like pick a choice well the first time you know you said you followed Colin when he was there I, did, I, I not, didn't do that the first time I didn't time. even see him it said follow Colin or oh, go right. into the and I was like, it is fast who the fuck is Colin oh, I'd right. already forgotten about it he didn't you know Will, Saying po- that, I Will didn't Potter follow. Will Potter didn't mean nothing to me he was brilliant in it though wasn't he was see that I didn't I didn't get in my version I didn't get enough of him <laughs> and I was like I was like oh that was really short he wasn't in it much because there's a whole other um, storyline you can pick where he's more involved I fucking killed him off he was, I thought he was brilliant I loved um, him in this yeah there's a, there a good storyline where, where you can where he, he finds you with the dad. Yeah, I've heard uh, about this one. This is the one know. I want to choose. Because, like, yeah, I yeah, there's there's different paths I know you can choose and end up and stuff. So I definitely want to do more of that. Yeah. I'm definitely going to go and do it again. I've only done it once, so... <laughs> well, I, Maybe I, I'll be on it for four hours. It stressed me out. <laughs> it stressed me out. It's like all these decisions. I was like, why... Am I suddenly fighting with the psychiatrist? I loved that bit. I loved it. I thought because I don't know because it took me back into it a couple of times because I'd got I know I'd had I think I've I've seen about three endings I think because I know I had one of them 
where he was in jail. I had one where he died died on the psychiatry. How can you have three different endings when you only did it once? It just asked me to re-loop it. So I was like, really? go back go back to a certain point. It kept on asking me to go back to a certain point. So I was like, all right, I'll go back to that point. I tried. Oh, see, I didn't out. get any of that. I didn't no. get... I, didn't, I just... I mean, I got pushed back to certain areas, but it didn't say... I'm sure I had the endings. The, the ultimate ending was... I think the ultimate ending was him in jail. I think. I yeah, get, I think I the ultimate that. ending I had was him in jail. I didn't get that. But... What, was he happy at the end of yours? No. No, he just dies. He just dies? Yeah, he's in. He's basically in the psychiatrist's uh, room. See? And she goes, oh, he's got no pulse, and he's dead. And then it ends, credits roll. Right, I had that, and yeah. then it asked me to read it, go go and do something else. Oh, I thought that was the end. I just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> That's why mine was so short. But the credits came up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because I saw the woman as well. Mm. Yeah, fucking nuts. <laughs> Maybe I didn't let it roll enough. Oh, I don't know. But it was fucking crazy. I loved it. I thought yeah, it was really good. It really was really cool. Good. And I like good fun. Uh, uh, so Black Mirror though, and it? it's just like perfect. Yeah. Perfect, and and I love it because I didn't really want another series because I don't want them to rush it because their stuff is so fucking good that I want good content and I don't care if I have to wait another year for for the new series. This was perfect filler just until that new series comes out. Yeah. Because it's it's perfect. Thank you, Black Mirror, for yeah. for you know giving us mm. that. Yeah, it's good fun. And you know, we didn't again with Netflix and Black Mirror. It just comes out of nowhere. Mm. No advertisement. I'm sure somebody knew about it, but I didn't. Yeah, it just drops. I was like, what the fuck is this? Mm. This is all right. It's good. Good two fun. Hour, two hours later. <laughs> <laughs> two hours later, stressed out. Yeah. It's like, I you don't know. know what I'm doing, Matt. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> what should I do? Sugar pops or frosties? <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. But yeah, quality little thing there. So yeah, I, I'd recommend any of the uh, Draw One Last Breath listeners out there, if they've got Netflix, go and check yeah, Snatch yeah, out. Yeah, definitely. And get lost in an adventure game. Yeah. Of a Good lifetime. Stuff. Cool. Shall we get on to our movie from the vault? Oh, mate, I really want to get onto this movie, The Vault. So you ready for this one? I was born ready for this. Let's go. Shows Night of the Comet, 1984. Little synopsis for you before we dive straight in. A comet wipes out most of life on Earth, leaving two valley girls fighting against cannibal zombies and a sinister group of scientists. Is that what it says? Valley girls. Valley girls. Yeah, well, they're valley girls. They that's, are what they call, valley. that's what they called them. That sort of those sort of girls in those days were valley Sex. girls. No. 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 Like fashionistas, a bit like kind of like Valley Girls are a bit like you know Clueless. Okay. That's what kind of Valley Girls are. We don't really know it over. We don't have it over okay. here. Okay. But that's what they're known or known as in America. Valley Girls are kind right. of like oh my god, did you see her? Oh my god, that sort of girl. Like someone from like our version of like Essex. Maybe yeah. No, I'm maybe, gonna go anyone prob- from Essex. No, but probably maybe probably. like yeah maybe yeah, yeah. but not as dumb. <laughs> you, isn't your wife from Essex? Let's move on. <laughs> Kent, actually. So, but anyway. So yeah, let's get into it. So yeah, th- this. Thanks for picking this. I mean, I've had it in my 
collection. I've got yeah. a beautiful Arrow. It's really nice. Blu-ray it? version. Fucking thank you very much. I love that. It's starring Catherine Mary Stewart as Regina Belmont. Kelly Maroney as Samantha Belmont. And that's, you know, that's all our probably <laughs> worth mentioning. Just those two. Oh, and it's got Jeffrey Lewis in it. Yeah. So, but you met Catherine Mary Stewart last year, Yeah, I did. She's really, really nice. Um, see, when I was a boy, I had a massive crush on you her. You didn't. Because of Last Starfire. Absolutely loved that film, and yeah, and and Weekend at Bernie's, like what a movie, uh, two movies I used to rent like nobody's business. I don't know how many how many times I've watched that movie, but she was really really cool. She's really really nice, um, and just had a little chat to her mainly about Last Starfire really, um, but yeah, she was really really cool, and she don't even look, she I mean she looks amazing, you know, sounds still. amazing as you all heard at, at the start of yeah. the uh, podcast. Very lucky to get that as well. So yeah, she's she's really really nice, really really kind. But yeah, so what did you think? I absolutely love this movie. Like, Good. when I watched Ghoulies, this brought back the same sort of, like, those feelings. Yeah. I just thought, I don't know, I, I thought this was going to be shit. So did, did you feel like you've almost, like, you've seen it before? Even though you haven't, did you feel like you've seen it before? Yeah. You know, it had that feeling about it, didn't it? Yeah, Do it had that I mean? sort of, like, weird, low-budget sort of... Mm. I don't know, there was just something... For me, there was a, just really a nice about it it's just like really uh to me it's just like it really like it's again it like obviously the 80s 84 so it just everything in it was just so cool from the beginning it's just like the video games and the cinema and like yeah, I mean, the she's, fashion and she's at the start of the movie she's like fucking uh playing tempest yeah that's right uh, like on a really like old arcade machine yeah atari like, car, arcade machine yeah it's just like it's really cool. It's just like, I don't know. It's just Jeffrey like, Lewis is a boss. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. From the very start, it's just like, ah, I just knew I would love this movie. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, in places, it felt really like John Carpenter kind of movie. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, really John, John had that sort Just of... feel to it. Just the kind of slight feel to it. Not not full on, just a slight. But to I, me, I'd also like. give a nod to George A. Romero because I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because... definitely. The the fact that they're caught by themselves, mm. what two women, two get two young girls, yeah, not two young boys, two young girls, <laughs> yeah. On they, what do they do? Go to the department store, yeah, and have a nice, a nice little montage of them like um, doing girls stuff in it. Just wanna have yeah, exactly. Can't be a bit silly, Lawful. And they're having fun, they're having a laugh, but they know how to handle themselves with a gun. They know how to handle I, a gun. Well, this is what I say, right? It's like nineteen eighty four, right? This movie was made. Now this is girl power. They weren't pussy girls. They were. No. They were. They had charisma and oomph, and they don't take no shit. And that's what I loved about this movie. It's just like they literally don't take no they shit. They did not give a fuck. Yeah, I love, <laughs> I love that. that. They just didn't give a fuck. Do you know what? I got. Um, <laughs> that's a really fucking great. I knew I loved this movie mm. within the first, I think, um, ten minutes mm. because. There's a scene where the younger one, Samantha, gets punched sister. in the face by, by, a, a by a stepmom. Yeah. And I was like, I what? didn't see that coming. I, I was, was like, like what that's is awesome. This? That's brilliant. It's just the way she, like, obviously, they don't like the stepmom. She's asking her a question. 
she sort of, and then she like slaps her in the face, um, well, slaps the daughter in the face, so yeah. she, and the daughter retaliates. The daughter retaliates by slapping her back, <laughs> and she just looks at her, and the mum just punches her straight in the face. But it's just not like it, it didn't feel like wrong. Mm. I just feel like she deserved it. But she didn't really, she she just, didn't really care though, did no, she? She, she just sat on the floor she's like, oh. like just... it's kind of a usual thing that happens yeah. quite a lot. And it's... didn't she just say on the phone as well she just had a fight with yeah. her already? Yeah. She just had another fight. <laughs> that was brilliant. That was brilliant. Yeah, so... It absolutely cracked me up. So that was ace. So like obviously you've got this department store scene that reminds you of like the But we, we the totally montage. skipped out a oh. big bit here. Well obviously they're like that there, there's this big event happening where a comet is coming, so everybody's outside to watch it. Uh, and then obviously, you don't really see it, you see flashes. It's obviously constrained, but um, kind of budget constraints a little bit, real cheesy sci fi flashes. flashes yeah. And obviously, the whole world turns to dust apart <laughs> from people that weren't outside looking at this comet, yeah. Which you would have thought there might be more people. I mean, they're alluding there's to the a fact lot, they're, lot alluding, gone oh, they're alluding to the fact that there's a that the whole everyone. world is going to look at this comet because it's passing so close. So yeah. there's only a few people. I mean, the older the older one was um, too busy shagging. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now this is weird. That's what I would have been doing with you, because well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Um, what I didn't get is that so when they woke up in the morning, yeah, a lot of them turned to dust. Sure. Right, but there's a couple of like zombie things, I guess you'd call them. That kind of survived. That survived, and or, they're deteriorating, aren't they? So they are, are eventually going to turn into dust. Or are, are they just they weren't out there? They just formed quicker into zombies because remember, basically they're saying everybody is kind of slowly going to turn getting, into dust. Yeah, or turn into a zombie like zombified state, and then then turn into dust. So maybe it's just a quicker kind of process for some people okay because i I don't know that obviously not all of them are affected that way because this they they seem to be fine don't they doesn't seem to be affecting them yeah it doesn't and then the start but the scientist it is it is affected yeah so i think it depends on i think it just depends on there's no really they don't really explain the rules that they (laughs) really which i don't really care they don't need the rules they're alive yeah and they're having fun yeah exactly And, and some of the mean. shit, some of the shit. The back to the department store. I fucking love that bit. That Willie, oh mate, Willie, what a character. Willie, yeah, <laughs> Willie. Willie, the main guy out of the the the, the main kind of uh, gang boss. Oh, with the glasses. Yeah, it's that deteriorates cool. like really fast. I mean, what is his game? He just wants to kill him, doesn't he? And catch him and tie him up. They, what do they say? They were like, um, they were they were um, store replenishers. Yeah, and they just suddenly. Why have they got guns? Yeah, they worked in the stock room. The stock, the stock room, and they just like. And now they own a joint. And they were. I don't know if they wanted to kill him, rape him, or what. I have no idea what they wanted to do with him. What, but they were just like, I'm going to get these girls because they're in my store, like trying on lipstick, which they're not going to use. No. Why did they? Well, need to... I don't know. It's the eighties, mate. Why did? <laughs> Maybe they... they would. Why did they need to interfere? No, it's weird. But and the girls good. kicked ass. I loved it. Uzis all over the place. Oh my god! Yeah. It's so cool. They were kicking him in the dick and everything. It was brilliant. I like that. It's, 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 it's quality. Yeah. Good, good little like, one-liners. Like you said, girl power. It's like, yeah, some great one-liners in it. Um, I thought I wanted to mention quickly in the, obviously she works at cinema. This, yes. Um, 
Regina Belmont mm-hmm. and the older one, and there's a load of little cool little movie posters everywhere. Death Race 2000 was in yeah, the background. I, that, I don't yeah. know if like because it is a proper cinema if there's done on purpose, but it's just like I saw an Escape from New York poster on there. Oh, did well. you? I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really? Think I caught. I did not see that. I was looking, but I couldn't see that. You didn't see the title, so it's hidden behind something. All right. But I was looking at it, and I'm like, that is definitely an escape from New York. Okay. I did not see that. There's a lot of Marlon Brando on the waterfront. So there's like proper cinema posters, but I swear to God. Maybe the director is a fan or something. Uh, Because it's really weird that that there's a lot of comedy elements in this movie, and I, I, I did a bit of digging on the the um director tom eberhard and he's done like honey i blew up the kid and really? stuff like that yeah like quite a lot of comedies because i thought the dialogue was ace yeah i liked the it was really tongue-in-cheek some of it and like uh, i felt that it was it was it's a strange film because i don't know what their uh, their target audience would be because there's not loads and loads of horror there's not a lot of zombies in it there's not a lot of killing there's not a lot of you know, it's, it's weird. sci-fi sort Well, it's of. almost like they went, right, we want to make a film. We want it to have young a target for younger audiences with the cast. Yeah. But we don't want to make it too scary and too gory so we can get people out and to watch it. But what what age are they aiming That's at? It. It's got that Mad Maxillian sort of feel for it. So I think it has to be like the 18, the you know, the kids. It's the a, younger it's ones, a, like it's teenagers. A drive, it's a drive-in movie. Yeah. Is but it? like aimed at teenagers because obviously yeah, yeah. they yeah. know that teenagers are watching these movies late at night yeah yeah that's what this is for I mean yeah, it's got exactly. a bit it's got a bit of bit of tits in it but but bit, it, it, bit it, it, dared, it dared to get kind of like gore, quite gory but didn't quite it only dips its toes in it doesn't go full on but I liked that about it I liked it yeah, and I suppose the dream sequences again, like the reminiscence of oh, yeah, the American cool. Wealth. I quite like dream that. Like, a dream again. A couple of them. And that's there, where you've got yeah. that synonymous sort of um, cop zombie yeah. sort of thing to do with me. I, now, like I thought that was going to be more prevalent, but I yeah. like the fact, like Ghoulies with the little toilet thing, yeah, and that you think this main thing, and it's one little scene, yeah, that is just one element, and she gets down into a, you know, her underwear, and she's being attacked by. Uh, I don't know these zombie cops. Why she starts dreaming about zombie cops? I have no idea, but she yeah. does. She has dreams about zombie cops. But it's brilliant, brilliant like post po- post apocalyptic cool. sort of. Like, it's well done as well. well. I thought the music was brilliant. Great, Again, really, really 80s, good. 80s synth and 80s electronic. Just it's loads great. Of, like obviously we're getting that big at that time as well, like artists and stuff. And I like the time with the radio station was quite cool. Did you speak to her? about this movie no not really because you wouldn't have watched it no and that's a shame that is a real shame because I'd love to have known because they looked like they had so much fun the the, the two girls yeah together definitely. and stuff like that I just think it's we brilliant. never know she might be back this year never know oh I love that um, and then obviously the other chap Robert Beltram so he- Hector they're sort of and he so they do they do have like a he's ma- a strange character yeah he's a strange one like he, there is a male um, there's a chap in there he's sort of helping him out but he's not come to the rescue sort of guy. No, that's what I like to they gain. Can, I didn't like that. They they can fend for themselves. They can they sort themselves to... out. Yeah. And there's a great little bit where you thought one the younger one had died. Yeah. And, she, yeah. and I I really thought she died. And then I she, thought that and as well, she yeah. came back and I was like, yeah, God, she's still alive. Yeah. And they're gonna live on, and they're gonna they got a, uh, and you know, she'd settled on the fact that matey boy had, um, was gonna get the her older sister. Yeah. Yeah. 
I love that. And then uh, right at the end, in the car, somebody turns up, just some random guy. Yeah, another little thing. I love the end because obviously they inherit these two kids' day from the that <laughs> they inherit from the the, the lab, uh, and they just like and this was just so hilarious. They just end up uh, the the bloke and um, Regina end up Hector, being the mum and dad. And Regina. Yeah. Become they just become these mum and dad like and to these two kids, which is so funny. But again, and it's just, done so in such. And that bit where they're on about crossing the road, and she's like, "There's no cars. What are you on about?" Yeah, the the little ones. Yeah, and then there's a cut, and then she starts running across the road, and a car comes along. Yeah, and she just hops in it. She's like, oh, "Yes, <laughs> yeah. another lad." I can. Well, yeah, but she does. He doesn't. He's just quite. He's quite. All right. He's quite blasé about. All right. How you doing? You survivor? Oh, cool. Do you want to jump in? Yeah, cool. That's the great subtlety of the But dialogue. she's like way on it. She's like, dog on eat. Yeah. Did you see the number plate? Yes. DMK? Yes. And I there do. was a bit of, um, because she was a big Tempest uh, player, the, the oldest of Regina. All right, all right. Don't ruin my maths oh, facts. Yeah. Always doing it. Come on. I'm just really observant. No, you're not. You've been <laughs> reading up on it. I haven't. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but yeah, this was a great pick. Um, Thank you very much. And I'm interested to see what your map facts are. Wow. Should we rate it first? Yeah, go on then. Let's rate it first. Before you can go first facts. on this one. I mean, I want to get. I'm giving it an eight, and it's it's borderline. I think. I, I think you're I well think, bang on there, mate. Eight. I I, I, I honestly think with you with that one. This is one of those movies that I, like I watched last year, Buckaroo Bonsai. Yeah. And the adventure, whatever it is, seventh dimension thing, <laughs> and it was so incredibly weird yeah and it's like yeah this is me this is me all over but it's interesting isn't it it's like it's just really interesting to not have the same crap and have to watch the same like the same tropes and the same it's just like it's different and it's cool that it's his own thing and it's it's cool that it's got this cult following and it's just it's really really good I am going to to hunt down memorabilia now yeah because I just think I'm like a fan. Yeah, this yeah. is great. I will, I will watch this film again and yeah, again and again. I'm well on board with that. Yeah. yeah so totally. it's an eight now, but I may, it may one day for me be a ten. Ooh. It may be a fucking. It's got potential for me to be one of my fucking favorite movies of all time. So I think it's just really? so, oh my just, god. I think it's just wacky. Cool. Not not favorite of all time, but you know what I mean. It'd be up there as one of those with movies. With the shining. Like, <laughs> yeah, Dawn of the Dead. It'd be up there with Dawn of the Dead. That really? Sort of thing. Wow. That's a statement. I mean, Shining is my favorite favorite movie, but it's a fucking great movie. Like I know that Dawn of the Dead is my one of my favorite movies, but mm. it's not classified as a fake, you know, yeah. classic. But fuck them, it's fucking great. Well, it's you, isn't it? It's up to you. And that's what, what this fits into. It fits yeah. in that sort of like this is my movie. Oh, I'm well happy. I'm glad. Dead. I'm glad you feel yeah, that way. I, I'm really chuffed with it. Oh, good. Should we have some max facts? What are you gonna rate it? I got oh I eight definitely on board okay. with you, mate. Definitely. Absolutely. While I'm bored with that train. Let's have some bloody Matt's facts. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, it's a, not, not loads, not loads and loads of stuff, but quite cool. Um, you know when they're at the radio station and she's pretending to be a DJ and stuff like that and she puts <laughs> yeah. a record on um, called Teenage uh, Horror, Teenage Mutant Horror Comet Zombies. Apparently that was the working title of the movie before it got Night of the Comet. Say that one again. It's the Teenage Mutant Horror Comet Zombies. I just love that. Apparently. There's a lot of few movies like 
but it called Charlie, re- really like random what's that um we saw like chainsaw hookers yeah. and what's that fucking hell comes to frog town oh yeah that's the one with uh Roddy Roddy piper isn't it yeah yeah there's some weird ones but yeah. yeah that was his working title before it got its actual title which was cool the two cops scene where they're chasing the car down they apparently they were actually two real cops that were manning the the streets for them because they had to close a lot of streets down to do the empty scenes and they're actually two cops that actually were were actual cops that they just drafted in to be the zombies which was, i thought that was brilliant that was awesome uh Catherine Mary Stewart pretty much done all her own stunts apart from ride the motorbike because she couldn't ride the motorbike fair enough which was cool so she'd done all that this is really interesting I love this one Josh Whedon loves this movie apparently and it's a, a gave him a lot of kind of like influence over making Buffy uh hence what kind of oh yeah that sort of female sarcastic yeah. sort of comedy element I can see that completely yeah I when you think about it there's so many elements like strong female characters, psychic, kicking ass, you know, male psychic, yeah, and yeah. Stuff like, yeah, totally. Cool. So, I thought that was really cool. Um, the you know, right at the start when the, they're looking at a photo of their dad and he's in the green berets and they keep yeah. talking about for some reason, I thought he was going to come back and kick all the people's asses. I don't know what because they just kept going, Oh, my dad wouldn't take that, my dad would do this, yeah, but anyway. That picture, uh, the guy dressed up in the green beret, that is actually Tom Eberhard, the the director of the movie. Oh, really? Which is pretty cool. A little nod to it. Is him. he actually a green beret? Don't think so. Okay. He's just dressing up as well. <laughs> I don't know, he might be. No. Um, yeah, so the red dust they used for the um, for the people that had turned into dust was just bricks. Dust, brick dust. Okay. Because that orangey colour. I like yeah. that. The, the, we didn't talk about that really. The, the colours. The kind of colour, the red sky. It's beautiful. It's really cool. That's really another cool. thing about it. It was really, it, I suppose we didn't touch on it. It was really well shot. Yeah. Like definitely. the atmosphere that it created and also the sort of those, the shots of the po- post apocalyptic, so the empty streets. Yeah. And the colouring was just was spot on which so leads me thing. on to the fact of when they filmed it they filmed most of it in really really early in the morning and they had the cops close off all the streets oh, so they okay. could get those shots i reckon they must have spent a lot of their budget on doing that yeah to be honest shutting down those roads but i love those bits where the massive streets with no one about it's like you don't see that shit in the movies now that much you know what i mean because it costs so much last one i think about like 28 days later Oh yeah, or um, what's that one? Will Smith of Legend. I am Legend. Oh, I am yeah. Legend. Yeah, that that sort of stuff. Um, if you look in the background, talking about poster art as well. The, if you look in the background, the posters. There's one for, I think it's a made up film called Red Dust, which is obviously oh. Red Dust because they all turn into Red Dust. Um, originally Heather Lennonkamp was going to be the role of Samantha. Okay. They didn't go. It didn't happen. Um. This is a funny one. Oh, Willie. We're talking about Willie again. Yeah, good old Willie. When he went in for his uh, audition, apparently when he went in for the audition, he pulled out a, a prop replica gun out of his pocket. And that's what they, <laughs> why they gave him the part. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, I, I hope that's fucking true. That's fucking that's, that's, that is just brilliant. Um, and also, obviously, we t- you touched on it earlier, which is good shout. Fair play. You, you saw that. I didn't see that. But the D, DMK... Obviously, the guy at the end is called Danny Mason Keenan. Yeah. So, obviously, DM, DMK. And, obviously, he's the guy that played the Tempest Machine and beat her score. 
Yeah, so, so she, she gets really that. miffed because he's yeah. in sixth place. I thought she might have seen it and said something, but she. Yeah, they really... made no. But I like the fact that it's just and that's about the last last bit of the film. It's not. It's all of a nice little Easter egg. So you can see the director's a nice little bit of a geek. I like that. Yeah. And I saw it, and you didn't. So. No, you saw that. No, fair play. I, I like I done research and now to read about that and. No, I noticed the number plate. That's the only thing I did. I didn't put two and two together with his name and the number plate. I'm sure stuff like that. But yeah, I really, really liked it. And last little bit is that it cost seven hundred thousand, uh, seven hundred thousand dollars to make, and it took fourteen million at the box office. So what a nice little one! Smashed it. Yeah, not bad money. Yeah, that's really good. So yeah, really cool. Fucking great facts, mate. And obviously. Which leads me on to the last thing. There's a remake being made. Shut the fuck up. Shut the front door. Shut. That is brilliant. Yeah, so look out. I think that's being made as we speak. Oh, I'm chuffed a bit to that. By a female director. Although, so I hope they don't ruin it. I don't think they can. If, it all depends what they do. I hope they leave it in the 80s and they just don't update it to now, but I've got a feeling they're going to update it to now. You know, fucking Christian Rigg. Because it's got to be a young... Uh, young cast well it's either going to be done I think use a young cast but keep it in the 80s that's what I say but that'd be a good shout but yeah so we've got that to look forward to I am looking forward to that right then cheers for your facts mate I suppose I better pull my movie from the vault do it so the movie that I'm going to pick for next episode is going to be fucking Sam Raimi's Evil Dead bitch oh it's time (laughs) the time has come the time has come. Good, because I really want a big one Fuck for the yeah. next one. We needed, yes. we needed a biggie. So yeah, that's, that's, Four-hour um, episode right oh, there. Mate, I can't bloody wait. <laughs> Sam Raby's fucking... That's a great pick, mate. It had to come. And I feel I feel that like it's come at the right time now. We're in the flow. That this is That's going to be a good one. You ready for it, yeah? Definitely. Absolutely. Okay, we need to... Um, it's time to wrap this bad boy up. Yeah. So... But, but we, we want to do one thing first. We've got to pick from the bucket for our something to scream about next week. Yeah, what's our, we what we're we going to be talking about in our something to scream about right, next week. Pick one out here. So, oh, here we go. We've actually put a couple of listener kind of recommendations in our pot. And we've got one here. Movies where the box art is far better than the film, which I think is a really good one. Yeah. Interesting. That, okay, that sounds cool. Well, that means... Yeah, we love what we love all the art. Yeah. We love a bit of art, so art, a bit of art, and I love all the VHSs. I can remember those from when I was a kid, so that's cool. That's pretty cool. So, so movies, that, movies where the box art is far better than the film. I fucking quite a few of them. That's good. Okay, that's cool. I like that. On our next episode, our main movie review will be a film called Escape Room. As long as Matt can get to see it, mm-hmm. um, just pulled out. Uh, something to scream about topic which once again is movies where the box art is better than the film and I've just pulled my movie from the vault fucking Sam Raimi's Evil Dead what a gem right if you guys want to get in touch and let us know what box art that you like or Mm. let us know what you think about any of the movies that we've sort of reviewed or done that you know we want to hear from our Bulgarian listeners and our american listeners so contact us on twitter get involved ask us questions do it at, at draw one last 
get us on Facebook by searching Draw One Last Breath Podcast or search on Instagram, Draw One Last Breath Podcast. Or send us a bloody email. Oh, <laughs> Still have no emails. Apart from Geordie's Ball, obviously. Yeah. Legend. Send us an email at drawonelastbreathpod at hotmail.com. Send us your questions. Send us what you want us to talk about. Whatever. Yeah, don't matter. Yeah. And we're, we're, Shoot we're, the shit. We're, you know, we'll read your name out. Give you your 15, sec- 15 seconds of fame. <laughs> Whatever you, you know, if you like that sort of thing. I suppose there's only one more thing to say. When there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast.